0: Hello and welcome to Two Girls in a Pot. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. Hope all of you are doing well, as always, you know, we've got gratitude statements for that. Today, you know, one of the things we've been, sometimes I think we struggle with as well is consistency.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially when you have holidays come around, sometimes consistency slips by the wayside. That is true, <laughs> you know, and I
0: think the thing is, is that, you know, we get so caught up in the tradition or all those activities or festivities, and, you know, then we think to ourselves, you know, we really don't want to miss out on that stuff, Yeah. you know, so then we partake, and then it turns out bad sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> or it doesn't even come out bad, and, you know, that's just about, you know, if, you know, we're talking about in that case, you know, the things that we eat, and staying on your exercise programs and doing all of those things that I think are important. Yeah. But it's consistency with everything, you know, and I think it's funny to me how, you know, when I, I'm talking with people and they say, well, you have to do something for 21 days or this many days and you have a habit. But a habit is different than consistency. Consistency is something a habit is something that we will form over time. But it's usually not we talk about, well, we get in the habit of working out, but it's the consistency that creates the habit.
1: Yeah. It, well, yeah, exactly, because it's it takes a while to create a habit, and I mean, I don't even know how they can say a certain amount of days or whatever. I think that, you know, okay, on average, they say that, but in order to make it a habit, you definitely have to have that consistency. And you know, one of the things
0: we have found, even with this podcast, to remain consistent, and we hear from everything that we read and other podcasts, all stuff. You have to be consistent, and the consistency is what's important. Mm -hmm. And we are now over 100 uh, podcasts in. So I think we're doing pretty good as far as
1: consistency goes. What do you think? Yeah. (laughs) But it does, it takes some uh, ambition and effort to make that happen, and sometimes, you know, some planning and that. But that's the key part of it.
0: And I think that's what it is, is, you know, it's consistency with, and and when we're talking about consistency, it's not just, you know, people think, well, I'm consistent with my workout or whatever, but, you know, our consistency with our relationships even. Because when we stop being consistent, and, and consistency requires, I think, an awareness, to have a conscious awareness that you're doing something, that there's an action taking place. Yes. And oftentimes what I find is, and I could be guilty of this every once in a while, a little bit of inaction. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, procrastination is definitely a, an issue for many, many people. You know, I said in action, <laughs> she's saying procrastination. I don't know what this means. I know, it just turned so ugly right there, <laughs> didn't it? <laughs> well,
0: you know, and procrastination can be one of those things. Some people will say, well, you know, I'm a procrastinator because when I procrastinate, I, that's when I really produce the best things. Mm. You know, but the problem is, is that without that consistency, that starts to catch up with you.
1: It becomes action, a lot of times.
0: Absolutely. And I think that's what we're talking about here is that consistency. And, you know, one of the things that we've really shifted our focus to a little bit more is even being consistent with our relationships. Mm-hmm. Making sure we're reaching out, being consistent with it. It's not that those people don't know that we still care. But once again, consistency is an action. Mhm. And so that's been one of the things that we've kind of implemented in the last probably 8 months something yeah. like that is really shifting that focus to being consistent with our friendships, making sure we're reaching out to them, hanging out with them on a more consistent basis instead of once every, you know, 6 8 months whatever. <laughs> um but I find that in even in that, I don't know about with you, but I find that I'm really liking it because we're staying more up to date with our friends and what's going on with them and all that.
1: Well we've talked about a lot of times how you know those friendships and that really feed your soul and hopefully everyone has someone like that in their life and I think if you maintain that consistently that is a part of, of taking care of you as well and you know we talk about you know how important that is and you you know, if you make that a priority, and yeah, sometimes it's a it's a slow go with things, but oh, that yeah. that's what that's what creates that. Eventually, like you say, a habit. You know, you're building something. takes some time.
0: Well, and I think the other thing with consistency is is, and you know, I'm always, i always tell you this. I've done how many crunches? Where where's my six pack? <laughs> and I think that with consistency, we. I think a lot of times our frame of mind becomes. If I do this for three weeks, then I should have this result. So therefore we then stop doing well, that didn't work. On to the next thing. Not understanding that it's it's that consistency is a continuation. Mm
1: -hmm. You know, and I, I you know I hear that a lot about even like with weight loss programs and things like that, you know, people eventually it's like they get tired of it or that, you know, and that's why so if you're no longer being consistent, you're not going to see that result happen.
0: Or what people are is they're consistent till they lose the weight and then they stop. Well, I reached my goal weight. Now I don't have to do anything. Not yeah. understanding that it was the consistency of what they were doing that got them to the goal weight. And that consistency is what's going to keep them at the maintenance weight.
1: Yes, exactly. You know,
0: it, like I said, it's with anything. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I think that people get so fixated on the end result. And that's the thing. They think, okay, we'll do this, and, and it's for an amount of time, and okay, I reached it, you know, but that's not how things work. I mean, we're constantly, you know, changing, and we're constantly having to um, create those better healthy habits, and they have to be consistent in order to have the result you want.
0: I can't tell you how many times in therapy I'm telling my clients that I need you to practice this on a daily I need you to be consistent with this in order for us to see those changes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once they see the change, then there is more of that motivation. But it's getting, that. It, but sometimes it's like, well, I tried that, didn't work. Well, how many times did you try it? Well, twice. Okay, well, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so even with that, sometimes I'll get some pushback with that about, well, how long do I have to do it? as long as it takes, as long as that consistency takes in order for you to get where you want to be.
1: Yeah, and exactly when you get to that point where you want to be, you have to understand that there still has to be a consistency. You just have to redefine what that looks like. It's, it's constantly morphing the things that you have to do, but it's, it's maintenance
0: Well, and I'll tell, you know, some of my clients will say, well, I don't, I want to get off my medication or I want to do this. I said, well, then you have to do something consistently and practice at it to change the need for the medication, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever that is, you know, and then, you know, then you talk with your doctor, what are some of the things they're recommending, that's what are some of the things we can do. And I do have clients who will remain consistent and get off their medication, you know.
1: And you reach that goal and then you have to look at what coping skills are you creating in the meantime to where that when you hit you know a pitfall fall of some kind that you're able to still stay stay consistent.
0: Exactly. And I think the thing is is and even when they get to that place, I'll tell them, but you gotta keep using the skills that you learned on a consistent basis in order for you to not I don't regress. Call it, yeah, regress is a good word. You know, and so the ones who do it and they remain consistent It's amazing when you you know when when we're having these conversations, they're able to see, but they're able to see that there is an action that's taking place, Mm -hmm. instead of becoming complacent. And I think that's the the biggest thing is we, oftentimes, will fall into
1: complacency
0: because it feels comfortable. It's not a lot of work.
1: Right. Well, and sometimes you have to be able to identify. You know, we've talked about you know inconsistencies even where it comes to jobs or things like that and the way they deal with things, you know? So, I mean, you have to learn to identify what the problem is with that.
0: Well, and you know, one of the things that sparked this conversation with us is that um, I was listening to this interview with uh, one of the Denver Broncos defensive pe- people. And apparently one of the them got suspended and he goes, it's not the rule that it's the problem, it's the consistency with the rule. If you're gonna, the rule has to be consistent across the board. So apparently, his teammate didn't get a penalty flag, but got a suspension. On the other team, they got the penalty flag, but no suspension. And then he comes back and he said, if you're gonna have a new rule for us, then make it be consistent, because the consistency is what's gonna help us. When we don't have that consistency, then, we, th- then what it's creating is a mental thing.
1: Exactly. Well, it sends a very mixed message, and people don't know how to deal with it. That there's not, if there's not a uniform way of dealing with something, then you know, it throws you off when you're dealing with something like that.
0: And I think the thing is, this is people's livelihood, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that frustration of, he made a good point. He goes, then teach us tell us what we need to do in order to not break to to follow this rule Mm -hmm. that you've put into place and I think we find that often and I will even hear that in my office over and over and over and over again you know it's parents who are not consistent with their parenting then they're in here well why why is my kid doing this or why is this happening are you being consistent you give in and then the rule no longer applies.
1: Yes, that inconsistency sends a mixed message. So, of course, you know, as a kid, you want to do what you want to do. You're going to push that envelope if you think there's a possibility that you're going to, you know, be able to get by with it.
0: I always tell the kids I work with, Miss Sharon's like you, I want to do what I want to do when I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll often ask me, do you get in trouble? And I said, I can. Mm-hmm.
1: I have to be consistent <laughs> with you, too. <laughs> But it's true.
0: And then, you know, on the other side of it, I'm having people in my office who are saying, hey, my boss is not consistent. I don't understand the rules. It keeps changing. Mm -hmm. So they're in my office very dysregulated, not because they don't like the job, not because they don't feel like they're even good at the job, but though they start to question, am I even good at what I'm doing? Because I'm doing it the way you told me to, but now something's different. You want this, but you didn't tell me this. So even the the more consistent we are, the more there's kind of peace of mind. I think.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I think about how much more uniformly an office would run if if you know bosses uh, um, approached it from that angle. And you know it, you see it all the time inconsistencies, but between employees or between different situations and that, and that makes it difficult for people because. You're, you're not really sure what should be done. It, if we don't have that uniform thing to follow, it, it really I mean, I can, us off.
0: Yeah, because I can think back in my life about different times that I thought, I don't know what you're wanting from me. I don't know what this expectation is. Mm-hmm. So then I spend a lot of time trying to figure out the expectation. And even if I ask the question, it might be, well, today we want you to do this. And then the next day, it's well. Maybe you got to do it this way, and, and that's very difficult.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, one of the things is is, and this is really important to me is I remain consistent with my clients. Mm-hmm. The way I interact with them, there's always a consistency. When I worked with kids, I stayed consistent, yeah. and I don't care how cute they were. <laughs> if they broke the rule, they broke the rule in my office. Mm-hmm. So very, it was very rare that a child would break the rule in my office because I was very consistent and I helped them understand the rule first.
2: Right.
0: And I always tell people, you know, we have to have a little bit of a ramp up though. You know, when you're in a new new job and you're learning stuff, you have a ramp up period of time. And I always tell people, so give yourself a little bit of grace on that too. Mm -hmm. If you're working out, if you're starting a new workout program and say your goal is this, but say you don't meet that goal, That's okay. You're still having an action. And I think that's the biggest thing is it's the action that we're having and that consistency is still moving towards that goal. Mm -hmm. But oftentimes they'll sit there and say, well, I didn't do it. So, you know, they throw their hands up and start again. And, I mean, I've been guilty of that every once in a while in my past. I think most of us have been. Mm -hmm. But when we do have that consistency and we get to see the end result, That, to me, is the biggest thing. You know, there are some things you and I are always consistent on.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: That is our gratitude.
1: Yeah, gratitude statements. And I wish, you know, more people would understand. Of course, you talk about, you know, helping people understand how gratitude rewires the brain and how it helps you to change your point of view on so many things and how it improves your life.
0: Well, and how when you start it out, sometimes it's so interesting because when I do this with my clients and I'll see them go <laughs> blank, <laughs> and they're like, you don't have anything to be gratitude? And they'll, what they're doing is they're trying to think of this grand statement. Mm-hmm. Or what am I supposed to say? Oh, I'm grateful for my children.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even though they just pissed you off five minutes ago and you're really ticked off at them and you think, There's that, I don't want to be grateful (laughs) or whatever, my spouse or my friend or whatever. And I think that's part of the other thing is that there's that gratitude is for everything. Mm -hmm. It was something that when we first started, it was the practice of it, you know. And the more we practice, the more consistent. Now we do it every morning and we do it every night before we go to bed. It is part of our practice. We don't skip that. No. and the consistency of it I feel I feel that consistency I feel how following through has had that benefit
1: exactly it creates that positive energy in your life mm-hmm. around you know so many things and being able to have gratitude even for the lessons and all of that it's really important
0: absolutely you know, another thing that we have really worked on and, and are more consistent on is our eating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We miss that ship a lot <laughs> in the beginning. Be yeah. like going along, oh, we're doing so good, and then boop.
1: <laughs> that's it's another thing that's maintenance throughout your life. So you'll still have moments where you'll oh think oh I can go back in time and and have that whatever it was I used to eat, and then you realize that was a bad idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, that lack of consistency in that instance really shows you because you're you don't feel good Mm -hmm. (laughs) once again it's those things of how do we be consistent and even when we started this podcast everything was you got to be consistent you got to be consistent you got to be consistent and so we have worked to be consistent and i feel like we do that and uh, hopefully people appreciate the fact that we have that consistency Mm-hmm. And we've already, we've always said, if it's that one person who's listening to us and waiting for us to put out the podcast, then that's what we do. Yeah. We do it if it's for that one person, a thousand. It doesn't matter, because that one person is expecting that consistency from us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's usually Sandra.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we <Yeah>. appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. When's
0: your next podcast coming out? <laughs> What's going to be about? You know, I love that about her. She is, uh, there's others, but we know she's consistent because we actually talk with her about it. Mm -hmm. You know, but we talk with her even. We we talk with our friends about consistency. We talk about, you know, how do we get where we want to be? You know, we have those conversations with friends.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you get overwhelmed because you feel like there's a, a lot to do when you're trying to achieve something in particular. But it's, even in that, having the consistency on, you know, if you only have 30 minutes to work on it today, okay, do that. And if it only comes down to, hey, I need to get this email sent, go ahead and do that. Once you do that one thing, that sense of accomplishment is is so empowering.
0: What I see oftentimes is people say it's all or nothing. Yeah. And, and everyone's like, I could be that way just a little bit. <laughs> Not as much anymore. When I was younger, but it was it was very much all or nothing. If I if I started something, I had to finish it. If I and it was like, but then if you don't, even if it caused you to run down or you know whatever that was, but understanding you know and you know they say with age comes wisdom. You know maybe that's what it is. I don't know, mm. but I do find that what I do now is I will do that. You know, and I'll and if I have you know when people are requesting stuff from me, whether it's other whether it's doctors requesting records or va or social Security, you know whoever it is lawyer whoever you know i'll always say you know i can't get to it today but i will get to it by the end of the week and then i do my best to do that it used to be i would stop everything but if i stopped everything then that would meant i was neglecting something else mm-hmm. so i've learned that there's a balance even in that in, right. in that consistency of telling them you know this and and with consistency comes boundaries,
2: because
0: mm-hmm. you have to set those boundaries in order to be consistent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You have to be consistent with the boundary, but you know sometimes people want more time or things like that. And when I work with my clients, it's like, they want more from me, and I don't have the time. I got I want to be doing this, but I can't do this. So that, now they're trying to do both, and they're they're spreading themselves too thin. And then it's like, well, set a boundary with that person and let them know, you know, no, on this day and this day, I'm just not available.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You know, and oh, being consistent with boundaries is—ooh, that's a tough one for everybody, there I think.
1: Right? <laughs> I think so.
0: Well, I think it's because you—you you, oftentimes people think, well, it's only a few minutes. Maybe I can just fit that in, or uh-huh. you know, yeah. No, we're not. You know, then pretty soon, it becomes longer than it's supposed to be, and things like that. And a
1: five-minute conversation turns into a half hour, and you know, you didn't get anything done. <laughs>
0: And and not that sometimes those things aren't important Mm -hmm. and they're relevant and and we have to do them, you know, but it's when it's, it's happening more often and it's really interfering with the things that are important to us and what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of what I'm saying. And, and once again, there's a balance in everything and, and when we're consistent and it's balanced, it feels right.
1: Definitely, you feel like you're in alignment with things. Even if it's just a minute thing that you got done, it may not seem like a big thing, but like I said, that sense of accomplishment that comes from it, for one thing, and you're one step closer to a goal that you have set. I had just recently posted a meme on uh, Two Girls in a Pod on Facebook about you know set some realistic goals for yourself. You're, you are not able to do everything all at once, and that's okay. It's not meant to be that way. We have to learn from the whole process.
0: And, you know, I think that's the really big thing is we forget that things can be done in baby steps. Mm-hmm. And you know, I always tell my clients, it's baby steps, man. We don't have to, we're not trying to change you overnight. You didn't get here overnight. How can we change you overnight? We just remain consistent with the little steps that we're doing. Each step, we, re- we, we do consistency with it. We're doing little stepping stones each step time Mm -hmm. each thing we do is that next stepping stone to what it is that we're wanting but being consistent on that first baby step is important because once I'm consistent on that then I get to the next one and then the next one and then pretty soon that goal is not so far away Mm -hmm. and it actually feels more
1: attainable yeah and it it requires some self-discipline to be able to (laughs) to do that yeah I know but (laughs) but it does
0: well and it does and i think the thing is though is that i think sometimes when we feel it, when people think about consistency i think they think oh man that's a lot of work but i don't think it's a lot mm-hmm. of work i think what it is is that we've been taught that things are hard and if it's hard then i don't want to do it mm-hmm. you know when we when people are changing their diet Oh my God, I've got to give this up and give that up. And I always tell people, don't talk about what you're giving up, talk about what you're gonna start taking on. Yep. I guess we're just not conditioned to do that, you know, early on. So I tell people, think about that. Don't don't sit there and say, Oh my god, I gotta give up this, this and this and then pretty soon it's like, Oh, that's just too much work. I'm not gonna do any of that. I'm not gonna have any flavor in my
1: life. Exactly. <laughs> you have to shift your focus on to creating something.
0: And that's what the biggest thing is, is that consistency is about a creation. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: It's not about letting go of stuff. And I think we, as I think as a human beings, I don't know, we want to hold on to crap, man. We don't want to give up. We don't want to give up things. (laughs) I'm not going to be a quitter. I'm not going to be a quitter of those Twinkies.
1: (laughs) We get awfully (laughs) attached. Mm -hmm.
0: But I think that happens so much of the time. And then it's how do we change that? Uh, verbiage in our head in order to understand that that's not the way this works right you know we have the ability to replace mm-hmm. and sometimes what we replace it with is so much more valuable and important to us than what we are not having
1: any longer mm-hmm. it becomes something that's so much more fulfilling if we just give it that opportunity but in order to, for it you know for that opportunity you have to remain consistent.
0: You know, we've talked a little bit about that with you and your uh, sweets, chocolate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that was one thing that was, that took you a hot minute. Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of people think, you know, you're just, you're, you're so set that, you know, that, oh, I just don't like that or I won't do this or whatever. Well, as soon as you say that in your mind, you've given yourself that message <laughs> that you absolutely are not going to. Giving yourself so, permission. Right. And what if you started saying to yourself, well, I'll try it. I'll try it again. I'll try it again. And eventually, like I said, with, with food, I would say it's you change, your palate changes over time. It really does. And you have a little bit of power in that if you continue to test the waters.
0: <laughs> you have to be consistent even with that. Yes. It's, it's Try a little bit. I think this year is the year I finally said I don't like pumpkin pie. Because every year... At Thanksgiving, I will take a piece. I'll, I'll say, okay, maybe, but I keep trying. I say, okay, that little piece, that little piece, and guess what? No, I don't like the consistency. I love pumpkin, everything else.
1: And this year there wasn't even a pumpkin pie to be had, so we didn't. So have I to didn't. Worry about yeah, that.
0: I didn't have to even sit there and say, oh my god, I, because I think I'm at the place now. I've been really consistent in trying it, and that consistency has now told me I don't like pumpkin pie.
1: Just accept it and move on.
0: Yes. So <laughs> on to the next. But there are foods, you know, for you eating fruit.
1: Yeah, because I that was one of the main things. I hardly ever ate fruit, um, but it wasn't sweet enough to me because I was used to candy and that kind of stuff. And so to, to get away from that, I had to gradually start with the fruits that I already could tolerate. <laughs> and then move up from there now i eat different fruits and i will i i try to choose fruit over anything else for something sweet
0: but you've had to really work on the consistency with that trying Definitely. that little bit at a time and you would and you'd scowl and but <laughs> yeah. you know and now you know we do and that's become a, another thing that we do is we will try a lot of different fruits from different places and stuff like that mm-hmm. some not so good and some are very strange but you know we still Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's become our thing, you know. We're consistent too. When we go to other countries or uh, uh, even other places, we will try uh, a food from there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, just it, because we want to. You know, we want to broaden our views and our palate, I guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See what the rave is all about when <laughs> when you go to Puerto Rico and try the plantains. <laughs> <laughs> I am not fond of plantains, so we'll see how that goes when we eventually get over there. <laughs>
0: and I think it's, and I tell her, I said, I wonder if it's the way they're made, if they make them different, because it's such a staple for them. I don't know. My, yeah. my Puerto Rican client says that we just haven't eaten eaten the right way, so.
1: then I can believe that. <laughs> I, I was the same way about Brussels sprouts. I did not know there was another way besides boiling them. <laughs> and now that I know they could be made good, I like them. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Oh, I know. We we went out with some friends uh, for her birthday, and we went to a gastropub. And uh, she looked at me, and she had Brussels sprouts, and she goes, uh, "You want to try my Brussels sprouts?" And I like, I go, "Uh huh." <laughs> she goes, "Oh, really?" She goes, "I thought you said you try new things." I was like, "God, I hate that they know this shit." <laughs> so I tried, it and I actually liked it. So that was my first time I ate a Brussels sprout that I liked, and now I learned how to make them, so I can make them at home. Yeah, they're really good. But that's what I mean, you know, it's that it's that consistency of trying new things, too, you know, and yeah. sometimes it's a hit and miss. But, you know,
1: and it takes some self-talk. I mean, I like even when I started, you know, a workout program and that I had done that in the past in different ways and stuff like that and eventually just felt overwhelmed, I guess, and gave up on it. And, you know, the last time that I was like, you know, I'm I'm going to do this. And I thought, what if I just kept going? if i just keep going and you know i feel like i feel so much healthier mm-hmm. than i ever have so i mean like i say it takes a lot of self-talk sometimes but
0: well you realize you could be a little more athletic too which is kind of cool mm-hmm. you yeah. know it but you would not have known that had you not stayed consistent exactly. with working out and uh doing yoga stuff and things like that and I think we sell ourselves short sometimes because, you know, whether somebody else tells us, Oh, you're not good at that or you know, whatever that is and, and and then we we try it, you know, like you said, we try it and we say, Oh well, they were right. I'm not good at that, so I'm just not gonna do it or we put that doubt in our mind and then what happens is we stay we never challenge ourselves and it through that consistency You know, your flexibility and all Mm -hmm. of that has improved so much. And you continue, and you're very consistent with it. I'm more consistent. I found what works for me with my work schedule and stuff.
2: Yeah.
0: And she told me, she goes, how can you even say that? She goes, you work every other Friday. You have Saturday, Sunday, and Monday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's some time in there
0: somewhere. (laughs) God, I hate when she said that to me. I'm thinking, man, I'm making excuses. (laughs) I don't do that now I do I really do do my best to get it in and Wednesdays is hard for me because I'm at my office and so I don't have time I I just go back to back on that day but I find that I miss it now
1: well and, and nobody says you're required to do it seven days a week so you know you figure out your schedule and you see what works and and it's the consistency of that whether it be three or four days or whatever but I think
0: that's what I mean, though, is that when you are consistent with something that day mm-hmm. you're not consistent, you kind of miss it. Yeah. But if you, I would, I probably wouldn't miss it. But because, once again, I go back to back on those days. Yeah. I don't, sometimes I'm there like, oh, I got like 2,000 steps of that. One day I got home and I had like 1,700. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, what yeah. did I do? Sit on my butt all day and then I say, oh, yeah, I do. That's what I do on those days. But then what
1: did you do? You went and you looked at the days that you could do something. And when you, like I said, get into consistently doing stuff like that, it's those little steps forward.
0: And it was. And I appreciated you because you really helped me with that because, once again, sometimes I can be a little all or nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, not as much as I used to be. Remember that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that was kind of something that was really good for me to learn not you don't have to beat yourself up when you don't when you don't do it or when you don't meet that goal and then remembering that it's all baby steps and you know sometimes I think we just get on this thing where we have this idea and we have this vision of what it is that we're wanting and we see we I think sometimes we see the end goal
1: yeah I think you know you get fixated on it yeah that yeah that's a good way of putting it yeah <laughs> But you can't, you know, have a a mental implode when, you know, something happens that that doesn't allow you to maybe get in everything that you wanted to do. I mean, you do have to give yourself that grace.
0: This is her talking, but ask her what happens when she has to miss a workout.
1: Well, I know. I I have (laughs) to work with it. Exactly. It's maintenance. Didn't we say that?
0: (laughs) I come down and I'm like, oh, God, she hasn't worked out. (laughs) <laughs> I think I'll go to the other floor.
1: <laughs> well, it's because when you, you know, you create that and you want to have that consistency when you get out of your pattern, you know, it really throws you off sometimes.
0: And I agree. I think that there's, you know, but it but I think the really cool thing too is when is when you're doing these things when you can have somebody to do it with. Yeah. Because it helps with that accountability. And, and I have a client, and that's what he says. He goes, I have to go work out because they're expecting me. Yeah. But it, it's it's helped him to remain consistent, whether it's hiking or whatever it is. And a lot of times that's what we do. It's like, oh, my goodness, I've got to be consistent because we we feel an obligation. or <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever whatever it is, it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't even know if it's an obligation, but I really do feel like it's an encouragement. And, and I always feel like you're always encouraging me, you know, to remember to to show myself a little grace to Mm -hmm. do the thing because sometimes my job you know even though I work on those three days I sometimes my job's not done on those days because I'll have other things that I have to attend to it's it's getting better and you know even our consistency with making sure we get our podcast done Mm because that's super important to us
1: exactly and I know that there have been times you know where if we've had to skip a week or something like that I mean and it bothers us if we have to do that. But, you know, life happens and, and things like that, you know, it d- will come about.
0: But we do our best not to do that. But And that's why. Because, once again, the people who listen, they're important to us.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, if anything we say resonates, then we're happy about that, you know. Yeah. And, you know, that... And, and one of the things is, is, once again, that thing of consistency. And, and I, I know we thought about, you know, it's conversations we had, but when I really listened to that football player and just his constant thing of be consistent,
1: help us. It creates frustration if you don't know what's expected in that. So, I mean, I think even just being able to identify that piece of it when there is inconsistencies with you know, work or whatever it is, that's going to help you.
0: And I think he made a really good point because he said something about, you know, the NFL's all about our mental health. He said, but you know, what happens if you're doing that to some young player who does not have that type of support system that this player has? Now what have we done to that person's mental health? Mm-hmm. That, that lack of consistency, I'm telling you can mess with our brain so much.
1: It wreaks havoc. And then, like I said, I mean, it's even like we do it to ourselves. We talked about, you know, when you get so down on yourself because maybe you've missed something, then, you know, it doesn't help you advance when you're talking so negatively to yourself. You end up throwing in the towel.
0: And, I mean, that's coming from you yourself. But I think when you look at an organization Mm -hmm. that is not... That you're not understanding, so you feel like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, but now it's not what you're supposed to be doing. Then you sit there and say, "Well, what? Do you see what I mean?" Right. Exactly. I can understand why that would that would create some emotion in that person. I would think
1: definitely, and that's why I'm saying I think it's important for individuals to be able to recognize when that's happening. That that is the issue because you're, you know, you get frustrated with yourself, but you know if it's the inconsistency of an employer or something like that if you identify that i think it's going to help you and
0: i always tell people you know have a voice in those situations when yeah. and i work with that uh been a theme of mine for the last two or three weeks with some of my clients and and it's the inconsistency and and they're in my office they're frustrated mm-hmm. they feel like they're not good employees why can't i understand why am i not listening yeah. and it's not that when they explain it exactly. and and you know, they'll say, and people will say, well, how do you know they're explaining it right? Because sometimes they have emails or texts. They're trying to understand. Did I misunderstand this? Am I doing this right? Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is they're not, and, and that, once again, that inconsistency. So I see how that plays out on somebody's mental health. And once again, all I tell them is do what you have the power and control to do. Be consistent with your thoughts and how you're interpreting things and have your voice and go talk to people about it if yeah. it's not working. So I really appreciated this football player being out there and, and, and giving that message of be consistent. Mm-hmm. We want to learn, teach us, and we will gladly do that, yeah. you know, and oftentimes how long, how hard is it to teach somebody? It, it's not.
1: Exactly. Even like we were talking about with kids, they don't have the vocabulary to say that. And you'll, you'll see that play out, those frustrations of that, those inconsistencies. <laughs> you'll see it play out in different ways because they can't communicate that to you in any other way.
0: But you know, I have to tell you, one of the things that is so cool to me is when I have those parents, and I do, I, I have some of the most amazing parents I work with, and when they get it and they start using that consistency with their kids, and I'll always tell them, it's going to be hard at first. And you're going to want to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. But I promise you, if you remain consistent, they'll come to me and they'll say, oh, my God, when you said that it would get easier, we did not really believe you. Mm-hmm. But now life is easy. Our home is, you know, pretty mellow and, and we're enjoying things. And and But it was that consistency and right. that follow through. And I love when I get to hear that. And I get to hear that often in my office because I have... Some of the most amazing clients who really do follow through have that consistency and we see a lot of growth in them and that's how I know it works you know because it's it's something I do in my practice and it's something that we do in our in our personal life and being able to see that consistency play out is amazing and to see that sigh of relief that oh my goodness this is better
1: Mm -hmm. things run so much more smoothly
0: think of something just pick one thing you know like i said if it's something pick one thing to be consistent with Mm -hmm. once you're consistent with that enough and you see the success that you feel and how it changes things then you can add more stuff in and it's like oh you know what that's not too bad let me try something else Mm -hmm. and i think that's what's really important and i think that's what's really relevant
1: Mm-hmm. It's what, that's what it leads to. It seems like you know it spills into other parts of your life because you're able to to create that.
0: And the more we create, and the more we sustain it and nurture it, because that's what consistency is. Mm-hmm. It's nurturing a piece of us, or it's nurturing those things that we want, you know, that are important and valuable for us. So, you know, I guess our statement for today is be consistent.
1: Consistency is key. <laughs>
0: You know, we so appreciate you uh, listening and stuff. And as always, we ask that you follow us.
1: Follow us. um, Subscribe. Uh, We are on YouTube, uh, Adventures of Two Girls in a Pod Life's Journey. And we are also on Facebook. We are on Instagram. And wherever you get your podcasts, you can uh, listen to us there.
0: Like it. You know, subscribe. Uh, we need you guys yes you know and we appreciate you and but like i said subscribe subscribe like follow whatever the jargon is for all of it
1: <laughs> yes you can also subscribe to the, the website which is two girls in a
0: so like i said we appreciate it we hope that you guys all have a great holiday and we look forward to being back next week and you know remember consistency, it is our friend (laughs) so um, subscribe